Welcome to Trash from Ed Central. I am your hostess with the mostest, Becca, no last name. And I am very, very excited today because I have a very special guest, my Twitter wifey, my Twitter love of my life <laughs> is with us today. Um, everyone, welcome, Miss Hani. How's it going? Hi. And go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was going to say hi, guys. Um, 90% of you probably have me blocked, but it's okay. We all know who I am and what I do. And if you don't, you're very lucky. But welcome. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on as the, the first guest. Um, we've known each other for like three years now, like Twitter time wise. I know, but it feels like it should be a lifetime because it was very instantaneous. Yes, it was. And it's been love at first tweet, tweet. ever since. <laughs> <laughs> and let's be honest here. I had to be your first guest because we all know I would have thrown a tantrum. No, yeah, um, you would have never. anybody. Else. No. You would have never let me live bad. this down. You would never let me live this down. Bad. Well, so um, something that I am doing with every guest, and I literally just decided this like last night because you know me, <laughs> um, something called the trash meter. So I want to range, I want to uh, try to figure out just how trash your taste is. <laughs> so I have the trashiest. <laughs> so I have a trash meter starting with uh, clean as a whistle, and then the worst is dumpster fire. Um, I am dumpster fire, of course. Like, I love everything trash. Um, and so that's kind of where I am on the trash meter. So I have a couple questions. First, okay. um, I want you to name your top three romance movies. And these don't have to be of all time, because I know that's, like, a really hard question. Um, but, like, just they can be recent, oh, okay. or they can be, like, something that's in your mind. Like, you don't necessarily need to go, like, all time, because we don't really uh, have, yeah. yeah. Uh, a million years and there's no way I could pick. Exactly. Um, my current like favorites are um I don't know if anybody watched Through My Window on Netflix. So uh, good. That is, so good. Uh, it's amazing. It's kind of toxic, very trashy, just pure um I love it. It's it's everything I love in the world. Um and let me take a look here. Simply Irresistible, which I think is is just, I watch it at least like once every quarter. Um, it makes absolutely no sense. There's <laughs> no rhyme or reason to the plot line, but it's wonderful. And I think you watched it too. And we surprisingly yes, I love... found a few other people who watched it on, online. I thought it was just you and me, but... No, we were not alone in that regard. <laughs> a lot of people have actually seen that movie. Who knew? And the mother of all enemies to lovers um, would be Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yes. See that? <sighs> that none of I, those were really like. <laughs> I, no, but th th here's the thing: they're not trash to us. But let's be honest here. Like, I feel like Through My Window is definitely like okay. trash. Trash. You're right. Let's, yeah, Through My Window is definitely trash. Dumpster fire. Um, but it's pure gold to me. Like. I, and I don't like to call things guilty pleasures because I refuse to feel guilty about any kind of Oh, absolutely. Yeah, especially but. when it comes to, um, like, I think we've had this conversation a lot, is that it seems like anything that young women or women in general divulge in that they like or love, um, yeah. there's, like, this stigma around it. Like, And so I kind of, 
that's kind of why I wanted to do this because it's like, yeah, okay, if you're saying this is trash and we're trash for enjoying it, I'm going to dedicate a podcast to it. Exactly. <laughs> Just to show you that, like, <laughs> it is okay for women to, to enjoy things and, and talk about things that aren't necessarily impacting the way of the world. Everything. So. Well, yeah. And if you want to have a conversation about, like, the geopolitical um, moment or what's going on, it's not like we can't have those Yeah, we have range. Like, we do have range. Yeah, <laughs> yeah welcome. Like, we're not just one layer. We are exactly. multifaceted and... <laughs> Let me enjoy my very cliche, like, you can tell exactly what's going to happen a mile away. Exactly. <laughs> Movies and books. Um, and But, yeah, no, um, just, I feel like all trash is good trash. Because everybody. <laughs> I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> all, all trash is good trash. I love that so much. <laughs> um, so my next question is, what is your favorite trope? in romance comedies or romantic movies in general and what is your least favorite trope um enemies to lovers obviously oh my god it's everything i just the hate and the anger and not allowing one the, them not allowing themselves to like admit to the fact that they love each other so exactly instead, just snark mm. no you know me i love a good toxicity so yeah I just and I just I was on Twitter the other day like I got on book Twitter I didn't realize that rivals to lovers is a different trope oh is it I this is news to me and I can't remember the person's name so I'm sorry um <laughs> I'm not good at, at remembering tweets at all um <laughs> but yeah it was like I guess enemies enemies to lovers was like downright hate but rivals to me sounded more like the hating game where like uh, you're just yeah you're like you're right like you're competing against each other first, so first. it's not necessarily just like pure hate it's because like you guys are both trying to like mm. win the same opportunity or you're both trying to do something so there you have it exactly because when i heard that i was like oh like maybe i prefer like rivals to lovers i don't know like <laughs> i mean you're less toxic than me so you probably do but for me it's definitely the enemies like yeah give me a good like i hate you and then all of a sudden they start you know making out yeah exactly because when you think about it pride pride and prejudice would be enemies to lovers they weren't rivals like they couldn't even they weren't even on the same playing field because of like <laughs> yeah like the time that the the the, the, the book the setting, and the setting yep. took place in so um yeah i yeah. just saw that and i was like okay well that really messed messed me up <laughs> so i was like i don't know anything anymore <laughs> um so what is your least favorite trope oh god this is hard um honestly childhood friends unless there's like some sort of break in the middle the whole like oh you've been around my entire life and i've never noticed you like i wow. find that really boring okay so yes. did you like like 13 going on 30 like that's that was kind of have you seen that movie yeah no I've okay seen, obviously um, um but <laughs> there's a difference though because there was a break okay like i'm they trying fought. to think of a of an example of a movie that's that's like that because i know what you're talking about where it's like um it probably would be more of a high school like romance. love rosie love rosie no i will not tolerate listen, any love listen, rosie slander not, on this I'm not podcast slandering it. i'm not slandering it 100 <laughs> percent. it just it doesn't 
do as much for me because what oh, do you mean but it's I've a been slow there bur- i'm probably just slowly screeching right now it's yeah. a slow burn no but how no i'm sorry like i i guess for me like i need strong feelings and i need them fast oh, and i love a yeah. slow burn as much as the next person no that movie is torture between, that movie like, is bridgerton season two level of torture like okay but there's at least like some sort of feelings, but the whole friendly thing. Yeah. Um, like where it's like, oh, we've, been... I guess even Love Rosie doesn't count. Like I'm trying to figure out what it is. I, th- I feel like there was a book that did it. Okay. Where they were is it more of a, forever. is it more of a book trope? And you think than an actual oh, movie Mal... trope? Okay. Mal and, um, what's her name from, from Shadow and Bone? Um, so in Shadow and Bone, there is one couple that have been f- childhood friends forever. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely, obviously she was in love with him, but he like had no clue and he was a man whore. Um, <laughs> can I swear? Of course. Um, <laughs> oh, I okay. forgot to, I forgot to add a disclaimer, <laughs> disclaimer in time. Um, I will put, <laughs> I will put the, uh, I will mark whether or not an episode is explicit <laughs> because I know that like, I probably do have listeners who like have kids or like i don't know cleaning their kitchen with their family um but no i do not want you to censor yourself at all like depending on who my guest is i will make sure i refer to the yeah and so yeah i I forgot to no this is going to be a hold your pearls you know clutch your pearls type episode and i forgot to say that at the beginning so please be be your natural self if you want to cuss cuss do do it yeah I appreciate it. But in that, like, they've been one of the ships, they've been friends forever. And it's literally childhood friends. And then all of a sudden, they're just like, oh, he's like, I think I love you. And I'm like, that's just, it just, it's so tiring to me. Because I just, I can't, I can't do that. Like, I need there to be something. Like, at least in 13 going on 30, there was like a little fight between them. So there was like this underscore animosity like okay anger. you are dumpster like, fire for sure like, yeah you need- <laughs> i'm i'm very i i need i need drama and i need mess if there's no drama or mess like i cannot do like in real life yay healthy relationships but in, my in, a, shows, in your escapism you need you need yeah, that yeah i need mess i need drama <laughs> we love to see it well the <laughs> the movie that we're getting into today has plenty of toxicity and drama um and all of that to to fill all of your needs so i'm glad we chose this one (laughs) i'm glad we did too (laughs) all right well let's get into it so we'll be talking about after um there will be a lot of spoiler alerts but hopefully you've seen this by now if you've wanted to because it came out in like 2018 2019 um i love that we both just were like 2018 19 it was 2019 i just checked okay good look at us go exactly so yeah if um if you want to watch this movie i guess don't listen (laughs) because we will be spoiling it but also the purpose of this podcast is uh we watch bad rom-com so you don't have to and so we have made the sacrifice that's how much we love you guys we have made the sacrifice yeah it had nothing to do with us <laughs> wanting to watch it at it's, all no we watched it for i you. did we did this for you um we're just that selfless um so yeah we're gonna go ahead and get into it um and honey's gonna give us a little recap because she like rewatched the movie last night 
<laughs> I did. And I was like, I forgot what trash this. I mean, it's when I so say bad. trash, I say it with love. But Yeah. No, but we, I think this is like one of the movies that we're covering that like when I, you know, in the introduction, I was like, oh, trash means like cliche or like blah, blah, blah. But like, I, I feel like even like, not the book writer, but like the writers and like producers behind the movie understand what that, it is like yeah like i don't think they'll be like i don't think they would be insulted yeah if they were to just this like this is not fine cinema this is not no. oscar worthy but we don't need oscar worthy exactly we just uh, we want garbage and that's what this is um, so <laughs> this movie um is based on a wet pad um is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Fiction. Um, so you know it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Like and it was supposed to be about Harry Styles. Meanwhile, if you've seen this movie, Hardin Scott, who's the main character, looks nothing like Harry Styles. The only thing they have common have in common is that they're white and British. <laughs> there are no... But you've seen, you've seen one white British dude. You've seen them And all. you've seen them all. Does Harry... Even, Harry has tattoos, right? He does. Okay, but, okay. But White he didn't have tattoos before. <laughs> At the time that the the book, like the book, was written, the fanfic was written. I don't, he didn't have yeah, tattoos. I, I don't think he did, but I don't know. I'm I'm not obviously a like. I mean, I kind of am. Uh, let me not lie on this app. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to be more honest in my life. I yes, I was a One Direction fan, <laughs> but I was more of a Zane girl. <laughs> Oh no! So I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't a huge One Direction fan, but I love. I like love Zayn. I hope he's not problematic <laughs> now. I don't want to get into that. Is he problematic? No. Okay. I don't, no, he's not. <laughs> okay. And if anybody says, I'm, I'm gonna refuse. But let's not go there. Um. So this book. So what happens is we've got this um lovely young lady. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna sound like I'm a hundred years old. Named Tessa Young. Um. So she's starting college as all rom-coms do there's always like some big life change i feel like that's about Mm -hmm. to happen very accurate um and she's moving into her dorm um and she meets her roommate her roommate and i'm just gonna get this out of the way um i'm sure i'm gonna get canceled but i love her roommate and i feel like her roommate should have been the main character because she's so hot and so interesting yeah and she i don't know like she really does i mean but it's it's a classic yeah. rom-com trope to have a person of color like Be on the on the side on the side um yeah. and also a person of color lesbian because her roommate is a lesbian um actually yeah. she might is she bisexual i'm not sure i think she's bi okay. I, i'm pretty sure yeah. she's bi so it's very um, on the nose to have someone maybe who's not only who's not only a poc but also have her check all all the other boxes i'm surprised all the diversity boxes i'm surprised she wasn't also disabled and she wasn't also like (laughs) like they didn't just give her every trope they literally (laughs) took out like a diversity checklist and they're like she's she's blind deaf bisexual (laughs) a person of color (laughs) first generation immigrant um (laughs) oh Oh, god God. okay so then she meets her roommates um and her roommate is living life to the fullest uh is the complete opposite and is kind of i think the first meeting between her roommate kind of sets us up because she's like i'm gonna be your spirit guide so obviously she's gonna help oh my god we have you haven't even gotten to the mom i 
um, hate yeah, we're going to talk mother. about this. Okay. Maybe we won't do a plot. Maybe we can just start at the beginning and like work our way through. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you can Google the plot summary, but let's talk about when she shows up because that's how it starts is she's like going to college mm-hmm. and her mom is played by, um, oh my God, her name escapes me, but she was in, um, Cruel Intentions, another really good trash. Yes. Movie. She was like um, a 90s. She was that girl. Like she was, she was, yeah. Selma was that '90s girl, um, and so I love that she's like playing moms now. It's like really weird yeah. to see like people who are like teenagers in their '90s um, playing like parents. Yeah. I'm like, that must be weird for you. <laughs> exactly, um, but she's very like her mom is giving stage mom. Let me live through my child. Yeah. Like, very, I'm like, oh, my God, no wonder this girl is about to make some really dumb decisions because she does not have a moment to breathe. Her mom's acting like she's going to college. She's like, I know. And she's so hard for this. She's obviously very repressed. Um, She has, like, a high school boyfriend who, Lord, bless his heart. Uh, um, I thought it was her brother at first. Like, I agree with the roommate. I was like, oh, this is so cute. The mom and the brother are taking her to co- or, or taking her to her first day. Like, you can't blame me. Like, I know a lot of people say sibling energy and they're being shady, but that is definitely sibling energy. They didn't even kiss. They hugged. They never kissed. Goodbye. <laughs> like, and she doesn't. She has, like, a visceral reaction to him. Like, I don't know if you've... <laughs> Like, if you, no. like, I just feel like she doesn't, like, even early on in the movie, like, even when he, there's like... There's zero chemistry. Oh, my God, there's no chemistry. I was, it was, like, the writers and, like, producers wanted you to know. They were, like, there's no opportunity that this is going to, like, this high school Work relationship out. is going past high school. Like, they uh, no. just really... And I feel so bad for the actor, because I'm just, like, imagine being in a role where, like, essentially, <laughs> well, like, your girlfriend... wants bad to- hair. Oh my god. Hey, they dress you should have known. They dress him terribly. <laughs> I was just like they and they it's like because they like once you see Harden, like there's like this music and it's slow mo and like yep. you know like and you're like, this is the her, guy. Her poor current boyfriend, I don't even remember his name. That's how <laughs> that's how his dirty. His name was they Noah. I oh, I had to look it up. Of course his, his name is Noah. Noah. Of course his um, name is Noah. Of course. You know how I feel about Noah's. Oh but yeah, we're not gonna the, get into before we even before we even like meet Harden, the reason why I knew this relationship was doomed, other than like the zero chemistry and all that, did you see how do you I don't you probably don't maybe you remember but mm-hmm. on her phone his name is just his name with a smiley face like that's your contact list for, for your, your boyfriend? boyfriend and how they've been it's- together all of high school right for the most part like you couldn't do like a better emoji a heart, than just a no, uh, not anything. even a heart but like anything uh, no emoji is better than like the basic smiley emoji she obviously had not didn't want anything to do with him and also like I don't know. It was just, it was very, it was, it was giving like sibling zero chemistry. I knew, I knew she was going to make, um, bad decisions between the boyfriend and the fact that she was dressing like a sister wife (laughs) about to like go meet, (laughs) about to go be wife number like 12 (laughs) in a commune. I knew she was going to be, she was like what did they dress her at prior to like her meeting Harden? like she, we knew well, she was gonna be yeah naive. no because it's also it's she's also that girl like let's look at um 
it's like a, um, Anna from the Fifty Shades of Grey series. Right. Like, she dresses like a teenage boy before she yeah. meets Christian Grey. So it's like, it's that, yeah, it's that girl. Like, it's that girl who doesn't realize how beautiful, beautiful and, and she sexy is. she is because she wants to wear, uh, I don't know, a, a hoodie and uh, yep. um, and leggings. And the rest of the girls want to dress up and wear makeup. Sneakers. OMG. I don't need that. Uh, I have natural beauty. Like, that's, yeah. That's- yeah. And I'm just going to put this out there. <laughs> I, I, for one, would need, I would like a heroine written as, for, as for girls like me, like 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 let her be a hoe who's aware yeah. of her See? sexuality. Say what you want about say what you want about three six five, but La Ora, because that's how he pronounces her name <laughs> in the movie. La Ora from three six five days, um, and no, we probably will not. talk. We probably will. I probably will have an episode. I may have you back to talk about that movie. You, because, you need uh, to. I it's my to. favorite movie of all but time. She is like the only like character I've seen so far that gets in a relationship with a toxic guy but she's already toxic herself and we and like i kind of like that because i hate this sacrificial sacrificial lamb trope that we always get because it really makes the woman feel one note like there is no layers to her she doesn't understand yeah exactly like even I'm, I'm skipping ahead and I'm skipping ahead in the after yeah. after movie. But even the first time they have sex, I think he like goes down on her or something. And she looks like she saw Jesus, which is great. Like, I mean, that's how it's supposed to be. But I'm like, did like this girl knows nothing. Like she. Yeah. Has she ever had an orgasm by herself? I don't even I'm just think saying, she's like. If somebody out there could just write like, I just need a girl that comes in and she's like, I am hot. I exactly. am sexy. I, I'm tired of this. I'm not like the other girl. I know. Trope. Cause and it just sets a, it sets a, yeah, I don't want to go on it. A, I don't want to yeah, go on it. <laughs> but it just, it gives me very, I, I just wanted to put it out there. Like it, I, if you know any movies like that, other than like 365, um, I probably am forgetting some that I've seen, but feel free to tweet at, yeah. at, at Becca um, because oh, nobody knows what. <laughs> tweet at Becca. I will find out. Um, yes, I will. I will. I will forward that information over to her, and we'll probably watch those movies together. Together. Um, okay. Um, but the first meeting. Speaking of Harden and being yes. who he is, like they set it up so fucking amazing to me because here he is. He's sit laying on a on a bed. I think it's her roommate's bed. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got. He's tall. And um, just putting it out there, any dude who's six foot is going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> They're too close to God. It should not be. Yeah, you, you just They're can't trust close. them. They're too close to God. <laughs> If you're if you're <laughs> that tall, you see too many things. Like you're, yep. yeah, they're bad news. You're gonna be a problem. Exactly. Um, he's got an accent, so that's a strike number two. Can we talk about this accent, please? <laughs> oh, we're having such a good time. The most questionable. Basic. Like I am not. Obviously, is, is the actor really English? I just want to know what the act. Let me Google it because I need Please, to know. Because before um, I like, oh my god, he is English and he's got like the most English name I've ever met. He's he has to be. So his accent is society. real. Yeah, his name is Hero Bugard. Hero like the sandwich. Yeah, Hero like H E R E O. No. Bugard. 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 
Faulkner, Phineas, Teffen. Like, has there been a more English name? name? That's a bold choice. That's a bold. All of that is a bold choice. Oh, okay. He played. He played Voldemort, <laughs> the young Voldemort, back in the day. No that way. That explains why he's playing. He's just into toxic character. I'm sorry, hero. I, I'm sure you're a nice yeah. person. He's um, getting. He's but, getting typecasted. Yeah. Unfortunately. But, but with a name like that, I guess he's got no other option. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I will leave his accent alone because I do not want. <laughs> All of uh, the UK no, coming. For his me. accent is very—it's giving like public school. He probably went to Eton, probably was on fast. Do you track think he Cambridge. like changed it for the movie? Like, I, I want to see what he actually talks like because it does. I don't know. Even okay, like knowing that it's authentic now, at times it still seemed like he was like faking it. Yeah, or like it just didn't feel. Real. I don't know. Maybe because they made him such a caricature of like himself or like what you know that exotic first of all why is the exotic bad boy always from the uk (laughs) i don't (laughs) know sorry like give me a swedish one look okay (laughs) no hate no hate to the uk no hate to the uk all the no let me honey i'm gonna stop you there from myself from this side of this episode all the hate to shutter island i love some of you people but as a whole england that island (laughs) is the worst um but yeah no we need to move on from the english accent because even in like hallmark movies they always have an english accent and i'm done with it like let's give me i just want something else even new like the movie we watched there's a really cute movie on netflix called falling i n n yes it's titled that love (laughs) and the lead guy is from new zealand and it's like such a breath of fresh air to finally not have someone who's just from like and i love it because every time there's like a lead especially in hallmark movies they don't even say where they are from and they're just like i'm from the uk and i'm like no it's always europe it's always europe i'm like i'm assuming (laughs) that you're not just from like the entire (laughs) all of europe like, it's just like, I'm from Europe, and they have, like, and it's not even all the English accents, because as much as I hate that island, like, there's very specific. Like, no, there's North so, London, there are so South many. London, there are so many, Cockney. exactly. And but what, no, it's always some posh, like, public school, like, mid-London accent. Exactly, They sound yeah. like they're on Downtown Abbey. Yeah, and me, you, me and you were exposed to, like, Regency era, like, movies and shows, like, very early on, so, like, we're used to, like... Like, I love Pride and Prejudice. I love all of those shows. So I'm used to hearing accents. And so it wasn't news to me like it is for other Americans that not every not every British person talks like, oh, I need I need to brush my teeth. Like, like not, <laughs> not everybody. Your British accent like, is tragic. Okay. Not everybody um, sounds like met- uh, Dick Van Dyke from um, <laughs> what's that movie from Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins talking about. The rain and plane in Spain falls mainly on the plane. On the plane. Um, um, but, but bringing it back, the fact I know, that they we keep a British accent, um, we're the worst. And this is going to be a very long podcast episode. But you're welcome. Like, as a podcast listener, I do appreciate long podcasts. Um, yeah. But the fact that they give him an accent, plus he's reading a book. So he's an intellectual guy. Oh, no, he's, he's not like the other guys. He's not guys. like the other guys. He reads. He reads. He knows, he how, to, he knows how to read. 
<laughs> he knows how to read, and he makes a like allusion. I want to say it's to the Great Gatsby. I'm not a hundred percent certain. Yeah. Um, but like he like makes some comment about a book, and they like have an argument about it. So I'm like, oh look at guys, they're gonna bond over books and yeah. their intellectuality. Yeah. And like her boyfriend who eats tater tots, I guess because. <laughs> <laughs> boring i don't understand the reason for this boyfriend like she would have been better off being single at this point i I really kind of wish they would have made her i mean we'll get into this we'll get into this later but you know how i feel about like the cheating trope i really don't like it and so i I, i'm the opposite i know you are yeah when it comes to my ships like it's what they deserve but i'm just gonna put this out there um i'll he she's um I, I made a note of this because I, I feel like other people who maybe are not as experienced as us need to know this. So she wa- the first meeting, he's on the bed. She walks in from taking a shower. And, of course, they have her, like, in a towel. Because why wouldn't she be in a towel? Why would she, like, bring her clothes to change into? She would definitely have to walk through hallways and back to her room wearing just a towel. <laughs> uh, it makes perfect sense, guys. Perfect sense. Uh, um, but she's like, oh, my God. I can't believe you're here. And he's like, I'm not looking. Just just a little thing out there. If a guy tells you he's not looking, he is definitely looking. <laughs> he is absolutely looking. <laughs> he's definitely looking. So make sure you put it on. Um, but they have their little moment, and then they go their separate ways. She um, texts her mom and boyfriend, and then she starts getting ready for her first day of college, looking like the sister wife she is, and I'm just gonna put this out there, like, I don't want people to judge me, and it's not, I am a feminist, guys, I really am, um, but this character is so boring, she needs this toxic relationship to, like, give her some spice. I know that, that, and that's, and that's the thing is, like, she, they just really were like, we're not going to give her any dimension or layers until she starts having sex. <laughs> yeah. She just, she doesn't exist. She's, She's just, just like there. a loaf, a loaf of bread of a person. Like, <laughs> it's like nothing what there. What person goes to a college class in the morning, a morning college class, and gets there before the professor? Like, I can't. That, yeah. That's just not, no. Um, but we do meet, uh, she does go to her first day blah 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 and guess um, who's in class with her oh the only other poc character with a name <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna um a little a little a little uh spoiler here um because we don't find this out till later but we've got um oh hardened hardened stepbrother yeah, yes. his name is Landon, and he's his stepbrother, and of course, he, the mi- model minority syndrome, as I like Yeah, to he is TV. the model minority, and then, like, <laughs> oh my god, I just realized this, he's a model minority, and he's also, he, like, becomes her best friend. Yeah, it's, oh. it's perfect. She's, oh, like, surrounded, she's, she's being she's held up. She's surrounded by yep, model minority. Her pillars. The thing that makes her interesting, her pillars, the people that keep her up in this movie, are the minor minority, and then you've got her roommate, God bless her soul, who uh, is Steph, blind, deaf, bisexual, <laughs> who's like the excitement part. So she's being held up by by these two characters, guys. Um, 
the Landon is also there super early, but I'm I'm gonna give it to him. The reason why he's there very early is because let's be honest here, that's just that's 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 what's expected. Yeah. yeah, and it's like just that's dire character. Yeah, once once you get in into like the crux of, I mean, we can jump around. It's fine. We don't have to stay in order. Yeah. Like him and Harden's relationship is very complicated because Harden can essentially be rebellious and extra British. Um, <laughs> and just do whatever he wants, he wants. Um, without any consequences because he's troubled and he's had a troubled past, which like, you know, oh, the, the lead, the like lead Yoda toxic therapy. guy always has a troubled past. And, yeah. um, but yeah, Landon doesn't get that luxury. And so that's why him yep. and I think him and Tess bond over being like overachievers, Perfect. which is, yeah. yeah, which I get. So that's why I kind of give them credit for like, yeah, he is, like, the black best friend. But they do try to, like, give him some type of, like, character Hardship. arc. Yeah. Like, yeah, he has a he has one. a lot more development than I thought he would have. Like, exactly. If that I will sense. give them that. Um, but Steph, our other, like, pillar, minority pillar, um, minority talks, pillar. Tess into go- <laughs> talks um, Tess into going to this party. Oh, my God, guys. It's her first, like, yeah. party. Wait, no. Did we like- miss the Pride and Prejudice argument? Did that happen already? Am I missing? No, no, I no, no. Okay, it okay. happens later. Okay, okay. I'm jumping. I'm jumping. Um, because Harden Harden's is not there, really, for the first day. Right, um, right. What happens first is... Um, she goes to this party, um, meets the gaggle of like, oh my god, we're so cool and we do yeah. bad things. It's 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 very cliche, you know, kids going to college. Um, right, and her she meets her like she meets her rival or whatever for Molly. Yeah, for, <laughs> I think her name is Molly. For Harden, and she <laughs> is ambiguous to me. I don't. Is she a person of color? Is she white? I can't tell. <laughs> um, I just know that she, it's just it's giving like the Madonna whore complex. Like, no, it's very. Um, it's the Madonna. And it's very. Uh, the whore. What's that? What's that Taylor Swift video? Um, you belong to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very like her when she's just wearing a red dress. And that's like the difference between her and the yeah, other girl. It's like. You're supposed to read into this Madonna whore complex. Like, here's Tess, this virginal white, never been touched pure. Yeah. And, and, then and her name whore. is Molly. Her name is a drug name. That's the name of a drug that you take. Like, and she's obviously been run through like that. Yeah. No, she has. I mean, that's, she even says it, but, I think. Like, like, she even, yeah. she like always brings that up over, like when Tess and like Harden finally get together, she always kind of like, brings that over uh tess's head like oh you can't like please him you'll never satisfy him because you don't know how to uh operate that machinery (laughs) i don't know why i said (laughs) it like that that you're so proper because i I am i am the i'm not the terrible part of this podcast (laughs) um but but yeah no so they play truth or dare um which honestly is one of the best games to play if you want to figure out if somebody's into you or not. Very true. Um, that's a Very whole different true. thing. Um, Tessa reveals she's a virgin. Boo-hoo-hoo. Wow. Oh my God. No way. Yeah, you don't remember? <laughs> so and, surprised. Uh, yeah, who knew? Oh, my God. This girl who, like, flinches <laughs> is a virgin. Um, and she gets dared to kiss him, but she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, oh my God. and she's like, and I'm this not is doing important. this. Mm-hmm. 
this whole dare thing is important. Um, also, he tries to kiss her later on in the party. She's like, oh, my God, I don't want to. And she leaves. Yeah. Because um, don't they have, like, a moment in one of the yeah the bedrooms rooms. with, like, yeah. more with more books? More books. Because <laughs> they have to. We have to, like, bring it in. Guys, <laughs> that books are their common theme. That is their theme. That's what's going to what keep them together. Keep together. Books. If there's no books... <laughs> I can't. Um, although I'm not gonna lie, like my toxic self, if there was a book and a six foot tall dude, I'd probably like make yeah. some bad decisions. Um, and then the next day is when when this debate happens because obviously Landon is also there. Um, that's when she finds out Landon and Harden are gonna be step brothers, and then that's when her and Harden um, argue debate on over uh, about prior. Pride yeah. and Prejudice. Okay. Which, so at this um, point, the writers, the writers and producers are like, "Let's. How can we do the most non-subtle parallel, <laughs> like ever known to man in a movie? Let's just really push this, <laughs> Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth Bennet contrast by having them argue about Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> it's so subtle. The- it's so subtle." <laughs> The watchers will never realize what we're doing because it's just that subtle. <laughs> no, and I have problems with this. I'm going to let you talk first, but we've got feelings about this parallel. Because, because it's just so on the nose. Like, and like, you know, like most of the people that listen to this are into DZs too. And that's something that like me and like, uh, shout out to uh, DZ for DZ. Um, that's something that like, we always talk about or like they talk about is like when parallels and shows and movies are literally just like shoved down your throat to the point where you're like okay I get that you wanted me to see this like you wanted me to make this connection and I like when I can make those connections by myself like I don't need you to like shove (laughs) the book down my throat like I see where you're going here but yeah you you can go ahead and talk about this this fantastic scene (laughs) Um, first of all, they are not Darcy and Elizabeth. They no, are not. they're not. Not even because remotely. the main thing, I'm just going to put this out there. A lot of people get this wrong, too. And I feel like this has been an ongoing theme. They're not the only people who get this wrong. Darcy was not this. I mean, he was a little toxic, but he wasn't this like asshole. <laughs> Who just wanted to needle Elizabeth? Like he exactly. was just this awkward, shy dude. And no, he and he was just—he just—he legitimately he was, thought they were flirting. Like that's what he thought. Like yeah. he thought she was into him, and he's like, "Oh my exactly. god, we're having these." And he was raised. He was raised a certain way, um, and so he was incredibly prideful because of that. Because yeah, like once once they start to get to know each other, Elizabeth finds out that he is loved by like everybody at his estate, like. He yeah, takes he, he takes, takes care, care of Pemberley. He takes care of all of his people, and so he's just prideful. He is not an alcoholic, <laughs> uh, tatted, <laughs> yeah, twenty-one like, year old. <laughs> I just I have a really huge problem. Like you can modernize Dar- William Darcy all you want, but, but oh I feel my like god, one they of the have ruined char- him. Like they have so one many movies char- have ruined him. <laughs> one of the main characteristics of him is that he's just his the whole enemies things happens is because he's a socially awkward yeah like almost can be like it almost reads like he's on the spectrum while he has trouble reading honestly yeah yeah like 
like that's who Darcy is. He doesn't go out of his way yeah. to be. It's a it's the combination of enemies to lovers combined with the miscommunication trope. They essentially yeah. just have several misunderstandings because she thinks um, that he's he this- that he's like this yeah this like really bad guy who like broke up her sister's relationship. Even though I mean he did, but like there's context behind it, and so yeah, like there's- it's essentially just like miscommunication, misunderstanding. Now every yeah. modern day writer took that story and was just like, we're just gonna pair a spirited woman who likes to read with an asshole and that's, yeah that's and, that and darcy's not an asshole and i'm no, tired of it so if you guys can please stop that stop I really doing appreciate that please. it like he's not an asshole he's just socially awkward guys exactly. and he really thought that's why he proposed because dude really thought they were flirting he had when no really idea she was like i hate your ass but he was like oh my god look at her we're really having a spirited debate she really She's he's me. he's like she's moist right now. She's so wet. <laughs> he's like no. she's really into me, guys. She's like not. he's just an idiot. Um, he was a himbo, like, but not exactly. like a full himbo. But when exactly. it came to and something. I think I feel like he was why. on the spectrum. No, and that's why this, this yeah scene this does not read very well for me because it's like they're arguing and they're both taking like this position and we're supposed to be really into it but all i could think of is this is going to be a disaster because these two are not on the same page when it comes to anything and they're going to be moronic um which they are because (laughs) yeah he's like oh my god let's start over (laughs) yeah and we don't have to like we don't have to break down the rest of the movie essentially what happens to no surprise um there is one thing i do want to break down though like the fact that they go on the swim after this debate and it's supposed to like give us like you know um darcy and elizabeth and they kiss yeah and this is kind of also makes sense that there is no i do not have a do you have a desire for them to be together at this point like is there Um, anything for you that like like don't get me wrong the my toxic self does, but only because I'm like, I need her to be interesting, and there's yeah. nothing else yeah. interesting about her. The so, actors yeah, themselves would... do have chemistry. I will give you that. The actors do have really good chemistry. So, like, that makes sense, but when it comes to how they developed the relationship, they get into no. one argument about a book, and, and like, then and then all of a sudden, of a sudden like, they're into... just like, yeah, they're just like making out, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> And he's like, we can't just be friends. And it's like, you guys aren't even fucking friends. What are you talking about, Hardy? You're not even associates. You guys just happen to, like, share... This bitch barely knows you. Who are you? Does she know your last name? I don't think she knows your last name at this point. No, she doesn't. (laughs) So the whole, we can't be friends. Yeah, we can't be friends. It's, it's, It's ridiculous. I mean, once you find out at the end like the the big reveal like what happens like the reason why it he makes was pursuing sense her. Why it he does it does make sense it doesn't make sense on her half though on why she was just no like, it doesn't so it, ready the only just, thing like, that makes sense is the fact that she's been so locked down where she's like oh my god my yeah. she's my, repressed my lady parts yeah she's so repressed she's like my lady parts tingle just a little bit so i'm gonna go in full head i've never i've it. never felt this way about my brother slash boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> oh god game of thrones um 
so then so then like after this they go she's like i'm gonna tell my boyfriend about the kiss and he's like don't tell your of course he does that thing that all like dudes do in these movies where he's like i don't believe in dating so don't even bother you and i can't be a thing um (laughs) very christian gray style don't don't talk to me but i love you but don't talk to me don't talk to me stay away from me um come here go away come (laughs) here and then the brother comes i mean boyfriend comes (laughs) (laughs) i mean boyfriend he comes and he's like oh my god let's spend time together and they go to that bonfire thing and then she has the bonfire Oh my god. Like, it's the most ridiculous thing because she spends the entire night just staring at Harden. It's so disrespectful. It is so disrespectful to the boyfriend. But I love it. Oh my god. It's what like, he deserves. I. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to put this out there. If you are in high school, it is very rare that your high school relationship, if one of you is older and goes off to college, that you guys are going to make it. I'm not saying everybody doesn't make it, but I'm yeah. just saying it ain't. It's statistically yeah. speaking and doesn't he just doesn't he just show up he doesn't really give yeah. her like yeah no so. he just surprises her which yeah. tells me and she she's looks probably being more, dry with him she looks mortified like she looks she like she looks like she forgot to file her taxes like she looks absolutely <laughs> mortified <laughs> she just not look, if i like surprised bay like if i surprised my boyfriend uh, yeah. And he and looked he like looked that. Up. I would be like, okay, do we need to break up? Because you do not look Listen. happy to see me at all. Like, Listen. what the heck? I don't have a boyfriend, obviously, um, because I'm a commitment foe. But I have surprised people I was seeing. And they've never looked like that. And I wasn't even their girlfriend. And there was no reason for me to be there. Yeah. But they knew better than to look like that when they saw me. Exactly. Um, and he, I feel like he just doesn't. He's so naive. He's, you know who he reminds me of? From Ooh. Bridgerton season two. <laughs> <laughs> if you say it, <laughs> no, say it, say it, because I'm about to get myself in trouble later. So you can take this one on. <laughs> um, Edwina. <laughs> like, yep. are, are they related? So because so clueless. He has no idea. Point, like, literally, like how Anthony and Kate were essentially like eye fucking each other. That's what, that's what... In front of her face. And yes. She didn't know. And she had no idea. That is what Tess... Happens at... And yep, Harden are doing at this bonfire. They are literally, like, two seconds away from humping, e- humping each other or on top of the fire. Like, um, yeah, I don't exactly. know how that would work, but that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start... And they start this game of suck and blow, which if you're not American um, and you haven't seen this movie, so you just grab, like, a piece of paper, um, you all sit in a circle, and you... S- suck the air in to keep the piece of paper against your lips and then you pass it from person to person but if you drop the paper then you have to kiss it's a really good game if you want to kiss someone and you want to see what's going to happen and you don't want to like kiss them outright playing this game like um not to like you know share too much about my experiences but this is like a game you play in like junior you know middle school junior high yeah that was another thing i was like why are they playing this at a college (laughs) yeah it's a junior high high school kind of thing not even high school like middle school junior high um but you make sure if you are if you want to play this game just make sure you sit next to the person you want to kiss and you purposely accidentally on purpose drop the paper which is what happens but it's not Harden or tessa who does this it's the other dude um that's like in the zed 
Yeah, Dad. Oh yeah. Who's in the mm-hmm. who does it to click. piss off Harden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like in the little clique and he's only yep. there to cause drama trouble yeah um i love his dramatic ass because he's like oh let me piss off harden and then this is where i knew the boyfriend wasn't anything because how is harden pumping this guy from a fit of jealousy and the boyfriend's just standing there like he just doesn't even care the brother is just like okay this is not this has nothing to do with me (laughs) i'm not involved in this he's just like oh my girlfriend just kissed this other guy like which there's a difference. Here's the thing. There's a difference between security and being secure in your relationship, and stupid. And no, and, and literally just being a dumbo. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what happens. Um, he's so naive. Then, <laughs> he's so naive. It's it's scary they go how back, naive he is. They go back to Tessa's, and this I love this whole. <laughs> I she leaves him sleeping in her bed to and go, go find and, and go goes and have sex. Guys, her guys, her boyfriend is sleeping in her dorm bed and this bitch goes and has sex with a different Wait, do they have person. sex or do they just No, make I think out? he just like I think he like does some over the pants mouth stuff. <laughs> okay so they okay it depends on your definition of sex but something yeah. definitely happened they reached uh, while her boyfriend was was sleeping in her bed like the audacity it's the one time where i was like yes tess oh you were here for it you're like Do i was something. here for it you're like, i you're was doing like something okay exciting. you're doing something exciting you are you are following your feelings um <laughs> obviously following. in real life um cheating is bad <laughs> Yes, let's just let's just say that we do not condone cheating. In but in real this, life, in this instance, her brother, her brother boyfriend has not touched her in a really long time, and so she just needed something at this point. Listen, the dude couldn't even kiss her goodbye when he left her at college, so I feel she like this was, is very deserved. Yeah. So this happens, and then he like blows he, up her phone. Yeah, because he wakes up and he's like, "Where is?" This? Yeah, like, "Where is this bitch?" <laughs> and. He finally discovers, wakes up and realizes that her and Harden have something going on. So he's like, I'm done with you. I'm leaving. Um, and she's like, oh, I'm so sad. Oh, by the way, Harden, you want to start dating? Like, It's like, does he even get, does he even get no. off campus? <laughs> no. She literally turns around and jumps in with Harden. <laughs> Which... I know a lot of people will judge her for, but I was like, you girl, girl. Like, uh, <laughs> he's like, the best way to get over someone is to get under somebody else. So. I mean, he, but he barely gets off like the no. college campus and she's literally already like, okay, I'm done with the healing process. It's time and to then, move on. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't remember this properly, but does he like do the most bitch ass thing ever and goes and, and yeah. calls her mom? And yeah, he her calls. Mom about, mm-hmm. Which, I am sorry, this is why I, like, if I, even if I felt, like, an inkling of bad for him before, like, this move, like, kills any sort of sympathy, because... No, I mean, he's not, um, like, but he's not a man, like, he's a, he's a boy, and I think that's essentially, like, what they're trying to shove down our throats, is that, like, they're on different, they're on different times in their lives, which is fine, but they just make him look like a small child, because he literally cries... And then calls her mom and is kind of yeah, like... Yeah, to tattletale on her. To ta- yeah, like and she, so she's her... She's playing with someone else. Yeah, like, doesn't her her mom, like, freaks out? Yeah, because obviously she's like, we've worked so hard. Like, 
calm down. Yeah, you, and then she's like, mean, poor, uh, poor Noah. Uh, um, if my mother ever picked some dude over me, like, I don't care how wrong I am. But if my mother ever did that, like, we would have words. Like, yeah, I don't care. They just made her mom like, oh, my God. Like, I know that she's supposed to be overprotective, but she is, like, unlikable as a person because they didn't because, again, they didn't give her any other layers or character development. We don't know. She's just like (laughs) she's just a raging bitch. And that's all we know. And so it's like you can't even, like, feel for her because, like, I get it. Like, you're daughter is off hoeing with fake Harry Styles like I would be very stressed <laughs> out <laughs> so I in her daughter's defense it. she's not a hoe quite yet she's a pre-hoe she's, she's a pre-hoe starting. yeah she's a pre-hoe she's just starting this and is also, a it's like, an uh yeah it's a she's it's a an introductory one-man period hoe. Yeah, she's a one-man hoe right now. She's just playing. She's flirting with the minors. She's not even in the majors yet. But the mom's like, freaks out. And she's like, I'm going to cut you off financially. It's like, calm down. It's not like you were doing much. But apparently yeah. it was. <laughs> and Harden, obviously, is like, oh, what can I do as a toxic um, love interest? And he finds them a place to live. <laughs> Which, oh, my God. So the last, like hour of this movie is like i imagine what it's like taking pcp like i i don't do i've never done hard drugs but like the last i don't want to share i don't want to share what i've done but the last hour is so i'm like what is happening so they move they move in together within a time span and they start playing high 20 minutes they haven't they haven't had penetrative sex yet. No, and they still don't know each other. She does not know yet that he's like a raging alcoholic. Like she doesn't <laughs> discover this out until Does she even know his last name at this I point. I really don't think question. so. I really don't think so. So yeah, they move like super fast. They move in together. We get these cute little montages of them like in the shower or something, I think. Um Yeah. But here's the thing, Harden. I, I will applaud him because he was like, my girl picked me over her brother, boyfriend, and mom. I will take care of things. He finds them a place to live. Like, I applaud him for this. He was yeah. not resting on his six-foot accent. I read books. Don't we <laughs> find out whose place... Don't we find out whose place that is in the... Is, that's yeah. his, is that his place? or No, it's not his place. So his dad has a has a colleague and the right. colleague is on a uh, sabbatical and needed a, a sublet of course, to take yeah. care of the apartment. And of course, Harden's like, I will take care of it. Yeah. Um, right after they move in though, they um, go to his father's wedding reception. Yep. And his dad, apparently, um, surprise, surprise, alcoholism is a family trait. And his yeah. dad is a drunk. So here, here's Harden's tragic backstory. Oh, well. And I am, I am not like, I am not making light of any of this, but this is a fictional movie. So like, yeah, take, take everything with a grain of salt. So his dad was off drinking his life away. Uh, thank you, baby. Um, my man just brought me coffee. I have to say it. It's oh! really cute. Don't say his name oh, on the podcast. Sorry. I'm going to have to edit this part. Yes, out. you are. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> Market 55. <laughs> the dad was a drunk and was drinking his life away. And yes. The trauma. The, Exactly. The dad was a drunk, drinking his life away, and there was, like, a home invade. Like, I don't... I'm not, I'm not <laughs> laughing. I'm sorry. There was a home invasion 
at the same time or did like did he no owe these like money? okay he owed these people so money right he owed these he people provoked money. them so okay. he provoked them while they were drunk and they might yeah and um, so then this they is where i forget to they, his they came house. to his house and then like assaulted, assaulted his wife wife like who's harden's mom at the time and so she's like scarred and, and fucked up and so harden has like never let this go and so, like, that's why he's so mad at his dad. And that's why he is an okay. alcoholic now. Which, and that, so that's, like, his tragic backstory. And, like, they don't really, they get into it a little bit. But, like, if you watch the rest of the movies, which, honestly, just don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've hey, done it. We've, we've already watched them we've for watched, you. <laughs> we've watched them for you. And I here's the thing yeah. I will say about that, though. I will say. I, I get, like, being a child, like, and I guess what I, oh my god, I should have paid closer attention. Maybe I should not have had a few drinks after before watching this. I can't remember if he, like, witnessed it or if he just heard it. Because I feel like witnessing no, it, they, I would be like. I think he did, I think in the second movie they show him, we get little flashbacks of little Harden. Oh, so like, he did witness it. So, I don't, I don't know if he witnessed it, I think he saw her after the fact. Like, I think oh, okay. he, like, was woken up by it, ran into, like, the kitchen, if I'm not, if I'm not, uh, misremembering this, and then, like, found her, like, on the floor, and so he was just, like, traumatized by it. Um, okay. Which, trauma is trauma, to be fair. However, um, before I start defending my man, Harden, here, I will say this, um, because my feminist side is gonna implore me to say this, these men, like, go to therapy, like <laughs> oh please do it, therapy is a thing now like we're not back in that 90s we're not back in the 80s therapy is a thing go to therapy yeah. get your life together and then start relationships or start relationships right. and be in therapy while you're in relationships yeah and and bad things will not happen and this um, is only for real men fictional men we don't want them to go to therapy because then this would not be interesting if they did exactly exactly um <laughs> we want them to stay broken <laughs> yeah stay broken until until you meet the love of your life who will fix you magically with her magical like her mag- personality and, and her, her magical <laughs> pussy yes she's magic yes. pussy she's gonna fix you um but yeah, so he instead of that. Uh, speaking of magical pussy, so after Tessa finds out <laughs> about this, she goes back and has sex with him as a solution to because she's him. like, I can, I can fix him. I can fix. Oh, and not to mention, she does the whole like look into my eyes type. I don't think she says that exactly, but like when he's like going crazy or whatever like angry yeah, she's like, she I'm kind here. of does she kind of does that look at me look at me <laughs> and which i fucking hate because it's just so stupid okay you hate it but Luckily, i love it and all i want in life is to have like a super aggressive boyfriend who's about to oh get my into god. a fight so i, I can s- try that he, i, would just I swear try that. to god i swear to god in that actual moment when a man has that much like anger and rage like i don't think looking that's not gonna do anything (laughs) i don't think looking into your girlfriend's eyes if anything you might get hit in the crossfire and that's (laughs) even worse it's like girl so if you are listening and your boyfriend (laughs) gets into a bar fight please don't stand in front of him and say look me in the eyes because you're gonna get hit in the fucking face on accident i'm sure it won't be on um, purpose but it probably will or, happen. or so if that you is, do do that 
please make sure it's videotaped and tag both of us <laughs> in it so I can watch. Stop it. <laughs> Listen. I, I'm not going to tell people what not to do, but if you, I, I'm going to give advice, and if you choose not to follow it, at least give me some, like, entertainment out of it. That's exactly. all I'm going to say. I cannot. Uh, <laughs> so after they have sex, um, Molly, I don't know if you remember her, but she's the whore in the Madonna whore complex thing we got going on, um, starts texting Harden a lot, and Tessa's like, oh my god, why are you texting my boyfriend? <laughs> um, why is she texting you? And he's like, don't worry about it, baby. Um, I'm paraphrasing here. I love I love that that's your hardened voice. Don't worry about it, baby. <laughs> um, I I don't have it in me to do a British accent, right? I mean, I can no, definitely please. do it. I already funny. did. I already did a terrible one. I think that was, I think no. one, I think one bad I, accent is enough for this podcast. <laughs> excuse, um, oh, my apologies, but my English accent is actually fairly good, I believe. Um, it's not the greatest, obviously, but I do sound as though I belong on high society. Um, so Harden says, don't worry, don't worry about this. I can't do it. No, it's not happening. Um, so she's like, you oh tried, you tried. I tried. Uh, so he's like, don't worry about it. And then, um, he leaves. She's like all looking for him. Um. It's Let's like, just fast forward. Yeah, at a I'm diner. It, it's yeah. like raining, They're at right? a diner. Yep, they're at a diner. Molly's like, oh my god, he... She shows him this... She shows her this video where they attended, and she tells her that he only pursued her because there was a bet that he was yeah. going to make her fall in love with him, have sex with her, yeah. and so like, break fast, her heart. So, fast forward to... I mean, fast forward. Rewind to the Truth or Dare night. And so after Tess had left Truth or Dare night, that's when they, like, came up with this bet that, like, he could make her, Get her virginity. fall for him and take the V-card. Yep. Um, and obviously he succeeded. Uh, Tess is heartbroken <laughs> and so surprised that this man that she's known for literally three three to five business days um, has <laughs> disrespected her trust <laughs> um and so yeah she like storms out and then he like follows her it's it's all okay very, but here's my thing though. it's all very dramatic. and i know a lot of people are like oh my god he's so toxic but my issue is with her i am sorry but this girl came to college got a little taste of freedom met some semi-attractive dude that gave her a little bit of attention and she never asked any questions so i feel like she has to take some personal accountability here she does she has to learn from it but also i think that's the one part of this that is even though they really push it it is a tiny tiny bit realistic like especially as someone like who uh personally grew up in a very religious household um and i won't like get into that but like (laughs) going to college was culture shock for me it was a new experience and so i feel like if a six foot one fake harry styles approached me (laughs) i wouldn't i I wouldn't necessarily know to be like "Mm, this doesn't feel right i don't know if i would like move in with him (laughs) but i would probably entertain his his advances that's a very formal way of saying he probably could have smashed um yeah but like so i don't i i get 
like why she's doing this because she's very repressed and she just wanted someone to like love her um yeah and wanted like he also like even though he's territorial he does kind of give her freedom as opposed to like her mom and like her her brother boyfriend so i think she just like wanted something different so yeah i i don't know i do feel a little bit bad for her but i do get where you're coming from too yeah like i I think that's where my problem lies like everybody acts like everything was 100 percent unhardened and she's the one who made the decisions like i feel like it wasn't his responsibility to take care of her relationship with her brother boyfriend um whose name we decided not to use that's his name yes that's his (laughs) Um, name He's, she was the one who was in a relationship. She was the one making these decisions. And I just, I feel like there has to be a little bit of a personal accountability on her part, one. Yeah. Uh, especially because, of course, she ends the relationship and she acts like this is this huge thing. Which, on one hand, I do get. But on the other, like, what, what, she what runs, did you She runs back, like, a day later. And, like, they meet at a... Like, lake. spoiler alert, the end of the movie is them at a lake, he puts his head on uh, her shoulder, he does some, like, weird epilogue. Well, here's the thing she does, though, <laughs> even prior to that, like, she, she, it, the first sign of any t- type of conflict, this bitch runs back to her mom and her Oh, yeah, I friend. forgot about that. And, and, and asks for forgiveness, and it's like... I'm sorry, like, that's, and I get her, like, getting mad at at him, but she cuts ties with all the new friends, she cuts ties with Steph, her group of friends, is like, oh my god, I'm gonna be prim and proper, like, interviews at this, um, publishing house, yep. this is gonna be important for the second book, um, and she wants to leave college all together. Yeah, she wants to start anew, even though she's been there for, like, two weeks. Yeah, which I, it's just, it just feels so dramatic to me. No, but it, I mean, the movie itself is very dramatic. I know, it's very dramatic, (laughs) but I'm just like, sis, all he did was, like, he wasn't even the one who was, like, angling for the sex. Like, I get if he was pressuring her and stuff, but obviously she wanted to do it. No, she did, she did. She was, she was all in, and that's why I was like, I, I get where she was coming from, um, because, like, this is just all new to her and, like, new and fun and exciting. But I do agree that, like, she was incredibly naive to, like, just openly trust someone who clearly has issues. An agenda. Plus, he had an agenda. And she has to have... I feel like deep down she must have known she had... And maybe it's yeah. just because I was a fast girl, as they like to call us. Um, so, <laughs> so a lot of this stuff... Like, I was the opposite. Like, I was... I was doing things I probably should not have been doing at a very young age. Um, so a lot of the stuff I was like, okay, like, what do you mean you are in college and you don't realize that there's an agenda and you don't see what's going on? Yeah. And I feel like she was just unnecessarily harsh to Steph more than anybody else because Steph was in a bad, bad position. I, exactly. I that, yeah. She like I gets, more... yeah, she gets upset at Steph for not telling her, but Steph, wasn't a very precarious oh i like that word um position because it's like she's like stuck in the middle and also to be fair she just met tess so like her loyalty technically should be lying with like even though molly is a hideous person um not in looks but like personality wise like 
her loyalty would still lie with her and with like the rest of the group over this girl that she just met. So like, I agree. Yeah. I think her like being upset with her. Was well, a and bit I much. guess she was more the fact that she was more upset with Steph than she was with Harden, who's the one oh, who made but, the fucking bat. Like you know, that's I'm on sorry. brand for the the man to always be forgiven before anyone else does. But <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yeah, she. In the end, he like writes a essay where he confesses his love, and of course, that's enough to like get her back everything yeah Yeah, because that's how we are we're like oh my god you did the barest minimum yeah so i am ready for you um and the crazy thing is though recognizing that the crazy thing is though when the second movie starts they're not together so like the ending i think was supposed to be like open-ended in a way because like yeah like you think that they're gonna be together but like when the the second movie starts it starts another another one of his uh monologues <laughs> and I can't with his he monologue. i know they're so dramatic and yeah he talks about like how i don't know time changes things or whatever so they're actually not together at the start of the second movie so yeah um yeah but what a wild <laughs> right it was a wild ride <laughs> We've learned, I mean, we talked about the Madonna whore complex, the minor minority. <laughs> yeah, we got, we have a lot, we have a lot to work with. We had any celebrities, we had Madonna whore, we had, um, I, there were no misunderstanding and miscommunication tropes, which is fun, right? Like, I don't think I we mean, had any of those. No, it um, didn't seem like there was But we a had lot. relationship based on a lie, which is probably one of my least favorite tropes. I hate that one. Um, you know? And I think you know that because... Uh, I couldn't even <laughs> you, finish. You ranted. <laughs> I could not finish. Bot. Oh, you know. On you. On you. Uh, um. It's a a, a DZ. Yeah, it's a DZ. But I could not finish it because of the lie. Um. And there's another show like that where I just yeah I hate relationships based on lie tropes. So that's why this movie, uh, is so fun to me. <laughs> because no, because everything's entire... out in the open. <laughs> the entire relationship is based on a lie. Um, but yet that doesn't deter her. Like, she doesn't learn her lesson, guys. Like, there's, there's three other movies. So that tells you what you need to know. She is into it. Listen, he must have, like, the magic stick or something because she refuses no matter what happens, what, and, and I understand because it's so hard to find, like, an over six foot tall dude with an accent who likes books with like, fake, ta- with fake I, tattoos with fake tattoos <laughs> yeah like i don't know what i would do for a guy like that um maybe that's where i failed at life like i should like start making more concessions <laughs> you um, need to lower your st- you need to need lower to your lo- standards when it comes when to lo- when it comes to personality <laughs> you're expecting too much out of a out of a six six foot one human being you're expecting exactly way too that's what i learned from the after series is that i need to yeah. lower my standards and i need to be more understanding for personal trauma like i can't tell people just go to therapy guys i instead i my pussy should be his therapy exactly that what i think I, that is we can heal with love I think, I think that's a great place to end <laughs> that just feels right <laughs> that feels really right it feels like a really good place um it does. this was fun i did i really did not know um how this is gonna go because i am very new to the podcast world and have you done like a podcast before actually i've, I've never done asked you. W- I've done one podcast episode. Um, okay. And, um, You're really good at this, by the way. <laughs> 
it's because I all I do is talk. <laughs> yeah, well, we love we but. love to hear it. We love to hear. It. Thanks so much for uh, spending your morning with me. <laughs> it was a wonderful morning. I oh, it was such a good time. This is so great. Um, so yeah, let us know um, in the comments on my Twitter again. It's T R A S H underscore Rom underscore Lover um, on Twitter. Let us know if. You want us to cover the rest of the movies? I wasn't really planning on it because I feel like once you've seen the first one, it just kind of gets... <laughs> it's a rinse and repeat. Like, yeah, it, they, essentially, they essentially break up and get back together several times. Um, the tra- His trauma continues to be an issue. His alcoholism continues to be an issue. So I don't really know um, if we should devote... like. I don't an individual think podcast if anything if people really want it we can like combine all of the rest of the movies into one podcast episode um i would be willing to do that but i don't see myself devoting uh more time talking about each individual movie just because they are essentially the same thing over and over again <laughs> so yeah (laughs) so i'm like so yeah let me know on twitter uh dm me or at me and let me know um and we'll go from there. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. Um, I do not know when the next episode is going to be released because uh, if you haven't noticed, I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> we are all eagerly awaiting. Yes, um, yes, we love to hear it. But yeah, uh, thanks again, Hani, for joining me. And again, this has been Trash from Romance Central, where we watch bad rom-coms so you don't have to. And I hope everyone has a great day. Yay. Bye. Yay. Bye.